When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. All right, we had to hit the remix there on the intro song, but we are here. It's because we're observing Christmas. We are. <laughs> I wanted to observe Christmas because my iPhone says that I'm supposed to observe or substitute today. Well, I've got a holly Christmas. jolly treat for you in the audience then. Uh, no, it, it even has Kwanzaa up here today as well. I don't know if you know that. Kwanzaa's up here. Christmas Day Substitute. Christmas Day Observed. Everything is, is supposed to be, yeah. I was just, just making sure that everybody knows we're supposed to be observing today. Well, we're going to continue our observations of Christmas and of a Raiders victory. I seek comfort. With one third of the Migos. He does not seek comfort. He is the busiest man in showbiz. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. Chris Carter of the Locked on Steelers podcast and the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and WPXI and a regular here on SNRCC. What's up, buddy? What's up, fellas? I hope the holidays have been treating y'all well. Y'all got some good family time with Christmas. And indeed, it is a happy Kwanzaa, first day of Kwanzaa. Umoja is what we celebrate today, celebrating unity in the uh, African-American community. There we go. Unity! You and I, T-Y. What's an CC, we've had some time to digest and think about that result since the Steelers claimed victory in dramatic fashion on Saturday night. Uh, pretty pretty special game, huh? We've obviously been spoiled as Steelers fans. Um, there's been some amazing moments in that stadium, formerly known as Heinz, now known as Acrisure. There's been AFC Championship games. There's been Ben Roethlisberger's send-off. Um, I think what we witnessed Saturday night in that uh, that weather 
the dramatic victory, everything that happened with Franco Harris in the week leading up to the game, and of course culminating in the halftime ceremony. Uh, that's one that people are going to remember for a long time. Absolutely. I, I think it was just the efforts you saw. Man, this team wanted to win, and there was some real leadership going on out there. Cam Hayward, I, I, you know, we've said it so many times, but that guy just embodies what it means to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. And, and I think it's, it's just exemplary of how the Steelers find guys like that so many times throughout history. Franco Harris was a Mr. Steeler. Like, he, he carried the Steelers on his, on his, on his, on his, sh- on his shoulder, on his, in his heart, everywhere he went. Cam Hayward embodies what, what that's like in today's sports. No, he doesn't have four Super Bowls. No, he's not, you know, you know maybe he's headed to the Hall of Fame someday, maybe. But, you know, he doesn't have all the accolades that Franco Harris had uh, back in the 70s. But that guy you know, just walks around and is just a beacon for what the Pittsburgh Steelers are supposed to represent out there. So, uh, and the way that he played and carried himself in that game and inspired others to play, I, I think he's just, he, he, it was it was such a great moment for Steelers fans to see, and there were a lot of Steelers fans who showed up in the cold. Uh, so shout out to all them who did it. And then of course you get the spectacular finish of Kenny Pickett leading a comeback, uh, the first time the Steelers have won all year when the other team scored first. Yep. Uh, I do I do think that was a special a special effort that we saw Saturday night. No, I definitely would agree with you on that. And I did want to stick with the defense, man. Um, Obviously, we're talking about Cam Hayward, but there was another Cam that was out there making plays as well, man. Shout out to Cam Sutton. But um, I was going to ask you, man, what were your thoughts on the secondary's performance? Um, We knew they were a little bit banged up. Obviously, no Terrell Edmonds out there. But um, what did you think in terms of what they were able to do, minimizing Devontae Adams and stuff like that? Spectacular. Spectacular stuff. I talked to Minka Fitzpatrick after the game. He said the, the game plan was – Double and double Devonte Adams mix up who is doubling him so that it wasn't easy just to see it every play and basically make sure that he doesn't kill you and then trust everyone else to win their one on one and that is a tough task when you have Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller out there and even Matt Collins is not a bad player either out there so and of course Josh Jacobs coming out of the backfield the Raiders had so many weapons to see what they had to consider but they said hey you're not going to beat us. With the best with the guy who a lot of people think might be the best receiver in football, you're gonna you're gonna have to beat us some other way. And uh, in the, in this game, they forced the Raiders to do that. Derek Carr he had a couple big plays. They had a really nice touchdown throw to Hunter Renfro. That would mean Cam Sutton was right on it. Um, there was uh, and he just he just beat it with a better pass. Uh, there was the deep ball to Darren Waller. But outside of those two plays, they really took away everything that this Raiders offense wanted to do. After the first drive, guys. I think the Raiders only gained like 120-some yards for the rest of the game, and that's just pure dominance from the Steelers. And like you said, Moats, Cam Sutton, even beyond the pick, I mean, that pick was one of the best picks that we've seen, I think, from a Steelers corner in quite some time. But also, on the field goal drive, where they were able to slow things up as the Raiders were moving down the field after the Darren Waller catch that got them in in, in really good uh, field position, Devontae Adams was running – down the sidelines and basically a cover two beating uh, route and Derek Carr knew exactly what it, what, what he needed to do there. Um, but Cam Sutton in this play, because you know, the car read the Steelers defense well, Cam Sutton realized, hey, I have to stick to the flat, but I can't let Devontae Adams get off this line clean. Jams Devontae Adams, slows the route up just enough and so that Derek Carr's timing with the route 
can't can't be smooth there. It breaks up. It, it breaks up the rhythm. It's an it winds up an incomplete pass, leads to a third down stop, and holding the Raiders to a field goal. And the Steelers need every point to win this game in uh, on on Saturday night. So I just all around, I thought it was a a very impressive and gutsy performance from the secondary and this entire defense. No, that's that's well said. I'm with you on that. And you know, one of the things that that Motsi brought up in the first hour of the show, Chris was just how, you know, Steelers are 5 and 2 since the bye week and it feels like a common thread, a common theme in those five victories has been been just the Steelers being more physical than the other team. Out physicalitying. Is that a word? Their opposition. I'll allow it. And 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 being able to just kind of wear them down and outlast them down the stretch, right? And Man, you you look at the upcoming two games here on the road in Baltimore in prime time and then back home against the Browns. That feels like that's something that's going to need to continue here these last two weeks if the Steelers do want to finish this season out the right way. Absolutely. These two teams are coming up. I mean, what's interesting, too, is the Ravens kind of reminded the Steelers that they needed to get more physical. After that game, Cam Hayward, Alex Highsmith, TJ Watt, everybody. Miles, like you talk to any Pittsburgh Steeler after that Ravens loss. They were all like, they didn't out-scheme us. They didn't out-think us. We knew where they were going. We just got beat. And since then, they took the Carolina Panthers, held them to 21 yards. And I know there's a lot of people that are going to be like, well, Chris, Wes, and Moats, the, the, the Panthers, they're nobodies. Who cares? Well, the week before the Steelers mm-hmm. held them to 21 yards, they had, they had over 200 yards on the ground. The week after the Steelers mm-hmm. held them to 21 yards, they had over 300 <laughs> yards on the yes, ground. Yes. I'm like, listen, the Panthers ain't no superstar team. I'm not saying they're the Bills, the Eagles, nothing like that. But they have been running the football very well. And for the Steelers to stuff them, impressive. And then you hold the team with the number one running back in the NFL right now, Josh Jacobs, who's still way ahead of, 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 of Derrick Henry this year for the rushing title. You held him and his team to the lowest rushing performance they've had all season, less than three yards per carry for uh, Josh Jacobs. There's something different about this front. Now, can they do it against the Ravens, who their strength is in their trenches? They have, they, they have, they have those big guys up front. I, 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 that'll be a challenge. But this, they, the Steelers' defense deserves commendations for how they played the past two weeks in response to that Ravens game. I love when you talk like that. I love when you start talking that football talk like that. <laughs> you you know that gets me going, okay? It gets me going, man. You're goofy. But I, I just want to stick to the trenches, man, because – we talked about, you know, the defense side of the ball and obviously the physicality and, you know, just their ability to minimize a guy like a Devontae Adams while minimizing a Josh Jacobs and containing the league-leading rusher. But what were your thoughts on the offensive uh, side of the ball in terms of just the offensive linemen, their protection, and what they're able to do at times even in our running attack? I think that there was definitely some miscommunications and it's just, just popcorn of mistakes. As Mike mm-hmm. Tomlin will describe it, whenever – Whenever mistakes are coming from different directions, it, it, it makes it harder to directly direct because, like, like, everyone wants, you know, everyone being the fans, want an easy blame on one guy thing. They want it like, oh, it's this guy. Oh, it's, it's this group. And it's one but it was different things all night. Like, you know, when, when the Steelers had chances, you had Pat Fryer and drop a pass. You had Deontay Johnson drop a pass. You had Kenny Bickett miss a pass. You had missed blocks. You had missed opportunities. Just here, there, everywhere. You're like, oh, man. And then in the last drive, 
all that went away. They put it together, and they finally got on the board. Um, and, and frankly, you know, if the defense doesn't have an elite performance, they don't get to do that. But um, the, uh, them finding it with a young offense in those conditions, I think they deserve to be commended. I will say the pass protection from the Steelers is so much sharper. Pat Meyer, as an offensive line coach, yep. deserves a ton of credit. What he has done with this unit, I remember back in September when the offensive line was looking too great and everyone was like, oh, what is this coach even good for? He's so bad. And I'm like, guys, he literally just got here. Let's see what he does after a few No, months. we don't then, believe in patience. Oh, Instant gratification We now. want it now. Microwave this success, please. Exactly. And it's just like that's not how coaching works in the NFL. And, again, it's not like they went out and drafted – the new renditions of Marquise Pouncey and David DeCastro for this group yet, which I think they will do in the next coming two years or so. But like this, this group has a fourth rounder, a fourth rounder at, at left tackle, like fourth rounder at left guard, uh, uh, two free agent signings at center and right guard, and Chikuma Korofor, who is a decent third round pick at right tackle. There's no superstar in this group, and yet they're playing sharper. They're playing together. They're being physical. They're, they're, they're accounting for things, and they're protecting their rookie quarterback. Man, this group does deserve in credit for, for their improvement. And they're not, they're not top ten in the NFL. They're not among the best. But they have gone from being – last year you could say, man, they were one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. Now they're right in the middle of the league, which is what we said they needed to get to, and they are here. So that deserves recognition. Well said. Hear, hear. I think uh, Pat Meyer does deserve – some credit uh, for the offensive line this season. I mean, Chris, I think back to how in August we were talking about this offensive line in the preseason to where they are now. It's like leaps and bounds. And uh, somebody's got to get some credit for that, dang it. Somebody got to. And uh, and Pat certainly deserves his share. Chris Carter, great stuff from him as always. Make sure you're checking out Locked on Steelers, daily podcast with Chris, his work in the PGWPXI. Buddy, thank you for your time as always. And you ready for this one, Motsi? I've been waiting Oh, I've been waiting Uh-oh. for this. Here we go. Chris. Oh, boy. Let's, let's. We'll talk to you next year. Oh. 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 That, that was that, – that. No, Now, you know why that's even better? Because Chris thought there was some pit banter coming. He, for I, I sure, we, we he would have bet, he bet the house that there was some did. pit WVU banter coming. I and instead, like, I hit him with the corniest like, dad joke in like, the book. Corniest dad joke in the book. That's good comedy right there. I, I would have bet thirteen dollars and nine cents if you were about I, to pull. I know you would have. Tony to Tiger, but 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 kudos to you, sir, because you got me there. But still, I'm coming on Twitter. You're getting a Yoshi bonk. That's unacceptable to to end my segment with such a joke. You're getting a Yoshi bonk. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, talk to you next year. <laughs> Sorry, Thanks, CC. There he goes. Great stuff from Chris oh, as always. <laughs> talk to you next year. Just wait till I hit Bacco with that one on He said Friday. I was saving this up. I had you. Oh, baby. I'm going to kill him with this one. I've been waiting. I'm going to kill him Woo! with this one. Listen, I'm a dad now, all right? I'm allowed to make these jokes. I've been waiting. Mm-hmm. I'll wear my grassy new balances in here in a couple weeks, too. Hoo-cha. I mean, that was that was pretty bad. I'll, I'll own up to that. But. But you're self-aware. I'm, I'm, listen, I am not against low-hanging fruit from time to time. It was pretty funny. I was like, yo, is that... It was It was good, right? Because everybody thought there was some pit it banter. Was, it was, everybody it was thought there was pit banter Because it was so coming. bad. 
That's it, it's certain things they so bad that they actually are good. Th- thank you. It's memorable. I, I we'll look, never forget that dad joke. I look that as I look at I, you know, I take that as a compliment. We needed that. I take that as a compliment. We needed that. We appreciate you for that. <laughs> now Frankie Z tweeted us about an hour ago, and he said, uh, "Wait, hold on. First of all, before we uh, before we get to this, sorry, 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 Andy. Time's yours." Okay, Frankie Z tweets us at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. There it is, and uh, he tweeted us in the first segment of the show. He said, uh, "Merry Victory Monday after Christmas, gentlemen. Hopefully, Wes survived Christmas after Wolf saved him from falling out of the radio booth." So Frankie was listening to the he was listening to the broadcast on Saturday night. Yeah, he was. Uh, Frankie says, "I am concerned that this defense is going to need fresh young blood infused to continue their growth and get stronger." Yes or no? Your thoughts? I mean, absolutely. Every unit needs that right that's that's part of the balance that you need Absolutely for greatness is. in the nfl you, you yeah. need the veterans you need the young youth and in, infused in there um but yeah the, the steelers defense needs some reinforcements i think particularly you know we've talked about uh cornerback i think a lot of people have talked about on the defensive line the the steelers now hey they're going to have no matter how this plays out they're going to have three picks in the top 55 it's a great situation. So yeah. so they're going to be able to address multiple needs early on in the draft. And, of course, as Motsi mentioned earlier in the show, we have free agency in March. Yeah. So uh, they'll, they'll, be, they'll certainly will be uh, infused uh, young blood to, uh, to, to have that balance, to push the veterans, to, uh, to improve depth upon, you know, all those things. I think offensive and defensive line, and I think in the Steelers' secondary, I think those are safe bets at this point. And the sample size is more than large enough as well. Uh, I know early on the sample size was large enough. Now it is definitely large enough. That is pretty funny, by the way. Here comes Chris Carter on <laughs> that Twitter. That is pretty funny on Twitter. For right West Euler's corny <laughs> yeah. talk to you next year jokes. And he has Yoshi swinging a hammer. That, that's Boink. like a, assault. That's assault, brother. You know what, though? When Chris Carter comes in here like Yoshi with his hammer, I just Captain America pull up my shield and bang, deflect it. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I likes it. Steeler Nation 920, our buddy up in Wisconsin, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. says victory! Victory, victory. Victory! Says, I'm on fire today, gentlemen. My game ball goes to Dirty Dotson. That man was moving bodies and making graves. Honorable nah, he mention. Was, he was. Honorable mention, Jalen Warren. Wow, he sets a standard for how he blocks. He can run. He can catch. He's doing it all. He's a bad man. I love the tandem of Najee oh, Harris yeah. and Jalen Warren right now. They're playing off of each other really well, man. I think they are really in a groove. And I think Matt Canada is getting more and more comfortable with how to use both of those guys. And, yeah, man, you're seeing how they can be really effective in tandem. Indeed, indubitably, inevitably, entirely, intuitively. For eternity. There you have it. My mom uses these for indigestion. What are we going to use them for? Intimidation. We just switched the whole letter up. All right. I'm with it, though. We're all over the place. I'm, 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 we're, I'm there. We're, obser- I'm there. we're observing. I, you know I'm observing. You know, I've been observing the whole first, yeah. First, first, uh, first segment of, of the first you're podcast more professional segment. Than me, I'm not professional. You're first professional. podcast segment of today's show. I'm gonna label observing Victory Monday. Yeah, how about that? Yes, I like that. Because you, like you see, I, the, w- as soon as we started, you passed it to me. I started to lay the floor out. I was like, I'm gonna set the tone. I'm gonna let everybody know it's holiday. 
And I'm absurd. It's the holiday season. The hoop-dee-doop. And Dick Redock, Cuban Dan, tweets us. Dale. He says, I know Rod Dalla mentioned no bonehead penalties, but I need to have Motsi talk to me about the Terrell Edmonds penalty. He's got to know better. Love you guys taking calls. You should do it more often. Steelers versus the world. Hey, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, I get why everybody was upset because the flag, and obviously he wasn't dressed, so it's like, why are you running down there? But I'll say it like this, man. These dudes are very passionate, man, and that's a game that mattered to everybody. And in that moment for Edmonds, what has he been doing the majority of his time here? Has he been on the field celebrating with his teammates, or has he been on the sideline? He doesn't miss games very often. Not at all. So I'm like, yo, he's hype. He likes to celebrate with his guys because he's always in the action with his guys. Now, you coach it up and you tell him after the fact, hey, man, just make a better decision. But the NFL is going to find him. He'll pay his, uh, you know, multiple thousands of dollars. Ten grand-ish, probably. And then, and then from there, you move on. But, yeah, that's just one of those things where, man, I'm not going to tell a dude, hey, man, don't be excited about your teammate going crazy because that's not the first Pittsburgh still to get fined for not being dressed but running on the field to celebrate an interception on a Christmas Eve game. In fact, I think somebody did it on Christmas Day. It wasn't me, but, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know the guy very well. And he was really upset when he got his his letter. But he's still, making, he's still making money in the league now, so he's still good. All is well. There is a lengthy yeah. history of Steelers and being on the field. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah. Don't I, ask Pac-Man Jones look, about Jerry Porter out there. Say, when everybody's starting to lose their mind and go crazy, I'm like, uh, let's not. Uh, this is not the first time this has happened, man. This, this is, this. Jerry Porter, yeah. get out on the field. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, we do this. And, and not even in that context, but the same innocent, like, like verbatim, the exact same thing that Edmonds didn't get fined for, for a fact. I have a guy that if I said his name, I'll tell you won't break. But did the exact same thing, got fine. No one talked about it. The only difference is right now, we know how it goes, man. We're, we're, we're still in kind of like the witch hunt phase a little bit. Not all the way, but a little bit. So sure, we still sure. do that. The same way, I think it was last week, was Marcus Allen. Everybody was going crazy on. And yep. then when it's not a penalty, we're just like, all right, well, it'll be Kenny Pickett this week. We'll go crazy on. All right, it's not Kenny. We'll go Trubisky. Like, we still do that. Or don't forget the candidate as well. But well, poor, yeah. poor Matt Cannon has been getting it every yeah. week. But but Edmonds, he's not too far removed from that class because remember he was also one of those names that was constantly under fire. So you're not go, you can't really criticize him for what he's been doing on the field. So we get it. All right, you finally got us something. Here we go. Let's go crazy on it. Like nah, give it a rest. At least that's my perspective. Rest. It is the holiday season. That's Ob- my perspective. Observe rest. M- m- maybe I'm too just you know. Observe. M- yeah. Rest. Maybe I'm just too dialed back. I don't know. You too dialed back. Who knows? You too woosa. I just personal experiences. You know, yeah. Hey, the personal experiences. That's that's every that shapes us into who we are today. That's all I'm saying, man. I be I be learning from what I be going through, and I try to remember. And yeah, you and me both. That's it. I had to learn some of these lessons the hard way. As my mother this would, as my mother would attest. Very true. I told you a story about Young Wesley Son, during one of our commercial breaks today. You, oh man, I opened up your, true. I opened up your world about about young about uh, young high hey, school Wesley bro, earlier I had today. No clue. This just, just changed. I was like, whoa. I mean, still the same dog, but I was like, whoa. We ever have That's a context? Uh, yeah. We ever have like a uh, unfiltered live show one day? Uh, I might have to share that story. Yeah, but people would enjoy that one. Had, I think they would. They would. But this is a family show right now. And we are not unfiltered on this show just yet. Yeah, <laughs> just yet. When we, when we get that full XM label, or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> when it's no longer FCC, and you could just be me and be you. Yeah, don't mean I worry about it.
Mav tweets us and says, hilarious segment with Chris. Love me some CC. Next time you're in Charlotte, come see me at Loretta's Restaurant. Wes, I will beat your favorite Luans. See you soon. Happy holidays. Mav, I'm going to take you up on that. Okay. And I, listen, you never know how these things work because plans change, but I think there's a good chance the Steelers will be back in Charlotte for the preseason. See the preseason, regular season every year. You bet your bottom so, dollar. So might be in Charlotte in August. I normally am in Charlotte in July, passing through to go to Hilton Head. We normally stay in Charlotte for a night, um, but with baby number two being due in late May, I don't know if if my if wifey and I are making the family trip to Hilton Head this July. Yeah, that's just you know, we're gonna have like a six week old, and that's just a lot of traveling well, around with a a, I, a, 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 a one year old and a six week old. I'll make a sacrifice, and if you don't go to Hilton Head, I'll You'll go. go. To, I'll go to a beach for you guys. I mean, you and my dad are you know homies. I mean? yeah. My dad's sending you violin oh, well, videos on it. Christmas I now. I mean, jeez, no, 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 Louise, is, this has become a thing. Like. I've got multiple like solo performances and it touches my heart because you know yeah, I Motes, I love Motes and my dad like, are text buddies I, now. I, so. I am I am a classical music guy. Like <laughs> I love my music. You told but us I, Yeah, yeah, you saw it. Like I listen to classical music. Bach. Yeah, that's that's what I do. Big Bach guy. I love it. So when I'm able to get, you know, your pops who I'm like, bro, this is it. It Grammy nominated. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, nope. Did they, Grammy, did they Grammy win? winning, yeah. yeah, oh, they yeah. Won. Technically, yeah, yeah. technically my father winning. has won yes. two Grammys. Absolutely, yes. yeah. I got a picture with one. I don't know if no, I've ever showed you that I've before. I've never seen that picture, no. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Grammy award winning. So for me, man, even when I first found out they were award winning, I was like, yo, this is nuts. But to find it was your pops in there, and I'd actually been right. seeing your pops. Hold on. Think about it, I knew your pops, so I knew you. And that was the other funny part. That is the yeah, other funny that's part. Funny that's part. true. Yeah. Where's the where's the But it's that music vibe, uh, man. Go. So yeah, man, I'll be feeling real. Oh, uh, there's your boy with the Grammy. Oh, bro, you how you like got how you like that picture? You're even buttoned up too, man. Oh, it's on the inst- it's on my you know I put you, that picture on yo, the Instagram. You, you first day of school fresh right there. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's clean. Ooh. That's clean. Now, one day, what I'm going to do is, you know, like 50 years from now, when I'm living in a home, yeah, I'm going to just show this picture to everybody and tell them that I won the Grammy myself. I mean, why wouldn't you? That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> Technically, I feel like I won a Grammy because now, you know, Pretty I live much. vicariously through you guys. Well, listen, yeah. didn't you, when the symphony goes to the Steelers facility to play yep. music, mm-hmm. did you ever, like, do the bells? Or I the, did. I, I was so a part of the team. So you performed with the symphony. Yep. So therefore, mm-hmm. ipso facto, you've performed with a Grammy-winning I w- I would agree. entity. I would agree. There we go. There we go. Put it on the resume. I mean, technically, I've even played on one of their instruments. That's, you know, you, on the stage. Grammy winner Arthur Motes is what I'm getting at Technically, here. it wasn't a live performance. It was it was live to me and this, the two people that were there, but still, you know. This is the Steelers Blitz. Yeah. Decade of NFL experience. Yep. Really good head of hair. Mm-hmm. Cool pairs of glasses. And what else? And we've won Grammys. Matt gets the last word of the day. Grammy nominated cheerleader prom dated. <laughs> Matt gets the last word of the day. This is a good way to go out. Matt tweets us and says, I couldn't be, uh, couldn't have been more proud uh, of Cam Hayward. Not only did he carry the flag out onto the field, he carried the legacy on his back Saturday night. Well said, Matt. I would agree. That's the final word of the day. I love it. Thanks to everybody who tweeted us, who called us today, who spent their observation, uh, their Christmas observing Monday, observing mm-hmm. a victory Monday with us here on SNR. Uh, Thank you to all the listeners, the tweeters, the callers, to our buddy Chris Carter, uh, who uh, joined us and gave us some of his time as well, too. And as always, a shout-out to the best co-host in the business, Arthur Nathan Motes III.
Who, me? No show tomorrow. Of course, Mike Tomlin will speak here on SNR at noon. So we'll be back with you guys on Wednesday for a Moats Hosts Wednesday. You know where to find us. That's all. As always, it's at high noon on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Stillers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.